Hey, Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor JP here. Hey, we're so glad that you're joining with us on our podcast today. I pray today that this message stirs your faith, that it builds you up, that it draws you closer to the Father's heart, and ultimately that you just feel the embrace of heaven. We would love to stay connected with you and you to stay connected with us. So please feel free to check us out on our website, oasischurchchicago.com, or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Also, you can be sure to join with us on our live stream on our YouTube page every Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Now here's today's message. Open up your Bibles. Can you open up your Bibles to John 14? John 14. Um, we are in a series, in, in, and really when I say series, I just think over the next four weeks, this is just our focus. Um, someone said, well, what's the title of the series? We always used to have really cool titles to things. I just said, Holy Spirit. <laughs> And then I think it was one of our worship groups said, Holy Spirit series. I was like, that sounds good. It sounds good. It sounds good to me and to the Holy Spirit. That's what we're, um, but over the next four weeks, four or five weeks, forgive me, I think January has five, um, we're gonna be talking about the Holy Spirit. All right, and so listen, it's going to be rich teaching. It's going to help us. It's going to equip us. And I'm just believing the Lord is going to strengthen each one of you in this house um, because I know some of you come from all different backgrounds. When you hear Holy Spirit, you think of some all different pictures in your mind and heart. You, you just you start going on the trip. I want to ask you to, to stay with me. And can you give, can you nod your head? Stay with me. Um, and so I, I believe the Lord's Lord's really going to do it this week and teach us. So in a series on the Holy Spirit, John 14. Um, I want us to be rooted. We say this often. It's one of our pillars. The Word. We believe this thing. We believe this. I need some people to say amen. I, I don't wanna get up here and give you guys TED Talks. <laughs> I don't wanna get up here and give you guys cool pump up messages. I wanna teach this. This is life. Are you with me? You know, one time someone said, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. I'll say it. Uh, someone asked me like, what do we believe at our church? Like, what do, we, what do we teach? I said, well, we believe Jesus Christ came, died, raised to life, is a seat at the right hand of the Father. We believe he's the answer, and I believe conservatively in his word. And they're like, oh, praise the Lord. And I was like, I didn't know that that was like a, I mean, I knew, but I didn't know that was like a thing today to not believe in this. But it's more than ever a thing today where it's, it's not believe in this and just believe in whatever feels good, whatever you might hear from the internet. Can I tell you, everything on the internet's true. Some of you are like, oh, finally, I'm confirmed by somebody. <laughs> we want to be people that are rooted in the Word of God. My life has flourished because I've been rooted in the Word of God. And I'll talk more about that. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just want us to be connected. That's our mission, to be connected, but we got to know what we're connected to and who we're connected to. And he reveals himself in this, okay? And so we're going we're gonna to come back to this. I didn't teach, I haven't taught in the Holy Spirit in probably two years. I think it was 2021 when we taught on the series in the Holy Spirit. And so I feel like this is a series or a topic um, that we'll come back to every so often because it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder to set our, our theology and our hearts in the right place. And also there's a lot of, a lot of can I just, add, for, for, for my own sake, how many of you have come to Oasis in the last year? Just slip your hand up. See? Okay. So we just want to make sure that we, we as a body tell, you know, share with what we believe and who we are and you have good theology, and so that's why we, we want to do this. So this overarching scripture, let's jump in. John 14, that clock's going really fast. Um, John 14, verse 15. This is the overarching scripture that I've been dwelling on over the last couple months as we jumped into this. Are you there in your Bibles? John 14, it's up on the big Bible behind me. Uh, Jesus is speaking in the upper room the upper room discourse, and he promises the spirit to his disciples. He says this, if you love me, keep my commandments. I, I could just preach a message right there. I love Jesus, really. Then do what he says. <laughs> and, I, and I will ask, Jesus says, the Father, and he will give you another advocate, everyone say advocate, to help you and be with you forever. Everyone say forever. Say it like you, you believe it, forever. The spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, 
The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. And I love this. This is the promise of the Holy Spirit for us. I I will not leave you as orphans. I, I will come to you. The scripture verse has been resonating in my heart over the last couple months. I, I, I will give you the advocate. I will, I will, he will be with you forever. The spirit of truth. Let's pray. Lord, I just ask today by your spirit that you would be glorified and honored. I pray, Holy Spirit, you would cut our hearts open. We wanna become more like Jesus today. We wanna to, we want to know Jesus more. And Holy Spirit, we wanna know you. We wanna know you rightly. We wanna know what you're about. When you come, Holy Spirit, the lights get turned on. And so I, I, I've asked you, and I pray even right now that you would begin to turn the lights on of men and women in this place. Hearts becoming enlightened with the Holy Spirit of God. I pray you would awaken us, you would teach us, you would help us. And you would do this by your spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Can we thank Brother Tim? He's so, so good. I always make the joke, he makes me sound so much more spiritual, but it's true. See how it sounds right now? It's just kind of like, ah. Um, I'm gonna stick to my notes as best as I can. Some of you laugh, don't laugh, it's not nice. Um, But I really felt this stirring in my heart as we head into this week of fasting coming up. I really, please please join in, please join in in this time. It's gonna be impactful. And into vision month coming up in February to really teach on the Holy Spirit. There's been a stirring in our church, even from the last time we taught this, and uh, many, many encounters and people I could share testimonies of people having encounters with the Holy Spirit. And I really feel like the Lord is, is, is looking down and he, he wants to give more of himself to this house. When I say this house, I mean Oasis Church. And you are the church. Can you say amen to that? I really feel like the Lord is calling us as a body to go, to go higher up the mountain with him. Higher up with him. Go, go lifting up our lives to, to get out of the, the common and the ordinary and, and the noise and go, go up higher with him by his spirit. Right? The scripture says, and I'm going to give you a lot of Bible. Is that okay? If you say no, I'm going to do it anyway. So um, it, it says it's, it's not by my might, not by my power, right? but by the spirit. Right? All of this walking out as disciples of Jesus is through and by the Holy Spirit. You, you, none of this is possible without the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And I believe the Lord is inviting us into becoming a people that are led and live by the Spirit. It is, it is in the Bible, it is in the Scriptures, it talks about abiding and living by the Spirit, walking in the Spirit. It's not just a phrase, it's not just something that, that, that the writers of the scriptures, there was a revelation and an understanding and an experience of walking and living in the spirit. It's the more of Jesus. It's the more of him. I, I, got, I got saved at 22, and um, I, I grew up in the church. You guys, many of you know this, so once again, this is nothing new for some of you, but for some... I'm a PK kid, third generation, right? The pastor's kid, if you don't know what that is. Like, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I don't get shocked anymore. I don't get like, what is going? I've been in environments and every sort of different environment. I've been in environments where you go in and you just stand. And I've been in environments where they're like, we got a runner. We got a runner. <laughs> That's funnier than... <laughs> And I, no matter the gamut, it's like I've seen it all. And, but, but, but you guys know, I, I, I didn't want Jesus. I didn't desire him. I actually ran the opposite way of him. I was an enemy of Jesus. I got saved at 22 in this moment. And um, I, I do, we do believe, let me say this up front. This is, when, you, when you receive Jesus, you, you have the spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? You have the Holy Spirit. 
But, but I, I do believe that there is a moment, there is a moment and throughout scripture, I'll teach this, I'm gonna to get to this, so if you're wondering, like, we'll get to this over the next couple weeks, but there was a, there, there's moments then where, where scripture talks about going in the laying of hands and putting on it and asking for the spirit to just become, what I like to say, activated. A turning on, a, an activation. And I remember after getting saved, I was still getting caught up in some of the same sin that I was doing before Jesus. Anybody else's experience? Don't raise your hand. Some of you are like, yes, I know. <laughs> And I remember at, at, at 22 and 23, I was like, Lord, you saved me. I, I, I would just find myself chewing on this thing and trying to do my best to, to fight it and try to, and, and 24 came around. And then at 25 years old, I, I was asked to go to a, to a thing for the university I worked at, and I was in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. I'm talking like North Wisconsin. Like I drove in and I was like, does anybody live here? <laughs> and, and, and I remember in that moment, I was so done with the common, ordinary walk with Jesus. Now, when I say that, this is just here, wisdom fill the gaps. I, I, I just knew that there was more. I had, I had seen the environments. I had heard the testimonies. I had the experience in my mind and heart, but I, it wasn't happening here. Is this, is this Okay. And at, at that moment, I, I literally pulled into this little cabin place, and it was me and a buddy, and I, I literally parked the car, and I got inside, I dropped my bag, and I remember getting on my knees, and I said, Holy Spirit, if you're, if you're really like what is talked about here, I, I want to I experience you. I got done and like wiped tears, and nothing happened. And I, and I remember just this nudge to just go and study John, begin to read the upper room discourse. And can I tell you guys, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be honest with you, can I tell you? Within hours, I'm sitting on this bed and the Holy Spirit showed up into the room. Now that sounds so crazy. Some of you are like, We're, we got runners here right now. <laughs> this is nuts, what did I just get myself into? It's good, I promise. And the Holy Spirit came and he rested my soul. He showed up. It was like, it was like the cloud. It was like the, you know, like the, 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 the fire of the Lord and the cloud and the presence of the Almighty God was in that room. And I, I remember just falling on my face and I was just like, oh, you, it was like the lights turned on. You ever experienced? It's like the lights came on. It was like all the things that I had been longing for and desiring. It was like in that moment, there was like the Holy Spirit's like, I'm here now. Time to go. At 25 years old, I was, I was freshly filled and empowered by the Holy Spirit, and it's changed my life forever. Like, listen, listen, it has changed my life forever. I am not um, a, a, a just trying to be a charismatic, like, like, shouter. It's because the Holy Spirit got me. <laughs> you know, I, I, I say this, and I, I say this, like, I'm not, I, I, I don't, I don't, um, I didn't call myself to this. I don't, I don't wake up wanting this. <laughs> Some of you are like, really? <laughs> but he, he met me at 25 and he said, I'm gonna possess you. Now that sounds crazy. Oh, well, we, we see people possessed with all sorts of things. I'd rather have the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm gonna possess you. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take all authority. I'm gonna give it to you and I'm gonna be with you and, I'm gonna, and I met the Holy Spirit that day in a way that I have never before. No matter what environments, no matter what places I was in, no matter how much I saw it, I had an experience and it was with the Spirit of the Lord and I'm believing and I'm praying and I've been praying that this church would experience the Holy Spirit in a fresh way like never before. Can someone please say amen to that? Jesus, Jesus is coming back. He's returning. Did you know that, church? Did you, did you, do you know that? He said, I will come back. <laughs> what a glorious day it'll be. And, and I, 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 I know that scripture talks about don't ever listen to someone that says on this hour, at this moment, at this time, like they're nuts. It's not, it's not, it's not they don't know, Right? But what I do know and what I believe is that he's coming back and when, I think it's sooner than yesterday. 
but he's going to return and he's coming back for his bride. You are the bride. He's coming back and he's looking for people that know him and that have been with him and that have been intimately connected to him. And intimacy is not an ugly word. It's not a forbidden word. It's actually a pure word that, that when seen through the light of the gospel, that, that Jesus desires a deep intimacy with it. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. And, and he's looking and he's, he's coming back to see, hey, hey, did you, do you have oil in your lamps? Do, do you know how to be with me? Do you know who, what I'm about? Do you know who I am? Like He's coming back for that. Can you say amen to this? And it's the promise of Jesus that he's given us his spirit, his Holy Spirit, to help us become those people that have oil in our lamps, that know Jesus, that know what he's about, that live not just as like a Sunday Christian. Can I step on some toes? Not just as like a, a John 3.16 Instagram handle bio thing. Like, he's not looking for, you know, the thing about it is there was this craze in the church. I'm way off my notes. All right, welcome to church. You guys are like, I knew it, I knew it, I gave him five minutes. You know, this crazy thing happened where it's like, we're just making fans of Jesus. He doesn't need fans. <laughs> we're making Jesus famous. He's like, I'm like, he's already famous. He's the king of the world. <laughs> are you with me? <laughs> he's not looking for followers. He's looking for disciples. He's looking for people that have had a radical encounter that see the beauty and the grace and the empowerment of the cross and say, you know what, I'll, I'll take up my cross every day and follow Jesus because that's the call and it's only done because of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Like, like this, is, this is it, he, he's coming back and I believe there's a call for Oasis to be a church that is so full of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. We're gonna get to the, to the works of the Spirit and how the Spirit operates and flows, aka the power. Because when we talk about the Holy Spirit, at least in circles and environments, you know, you say, the fire of the Lord. You know, there's environments I preach in. I, and this is just a test, I'm just telling you, being honest, I've gone into environments preaching, and I could just be like, the fire of the Lord, the place is like, woo! Like the whole place, just, yes! <laughs> you know, some of you know what I'm talking about. You're just like, the fire of the Lord. And they're like, yes! <laughs> If you don't know what I mean, what I mean was, is that like, if I start talking about the fire of the Lord, we all get like, yes, I want the power. How many of you want the power of the Holy Spirit? It's okay to raise your hand. <laughs> I want the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to operate in what the Spirit's called us to operate in. But I first believe we need to know who is the Holy Spirit. You have to know who the Holy Spirit is. And I actually believe in that moment when, when, when I was led to read John in that room, it was because the Lord wanted me to know who the Holy Spirit was before I had an experience with the Holy Spirit. Is this, is this okay? I, I want us to, to know who he is because when you know who he is, there's intimacy that's connected before empowerment. Because here's the thing about empowerment of the Spirit. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, which I'll teach about, are, are, are given to you without repentance. Did you know that's what it says in the Bible? I, I've watched too many people operate in their gifting, apart from actually being intimately connected to the Holy Spirit. It's a real thing. Now, now I, I want to be careful, and this is being live streamed, so welcome. I, I want to be careful to give examples, but I could go down the list of examples and moments, uh, hearing test things about past of like services and gatherings, like my grandfather's church one time, having someone in there preaching, the guy preached the pain off the walls. What I mean by that is he didn't literally preach to some of you like, how charismatic was that place? <laughs> he just preached the power of the Lord and the Lord, because the Lord will use whatever. But the man's integrity and character was absolutely backwards. And it's like, how, how, does, this, how does this happen? How does this work? Because the gifts are given without repentance. True, true, are you, I'm teaching you Bible. But I don't want our church to be a place where giftings flow. I want our church to be a place where character and gifting flow. Someone needs to say amen. What I mean, what's the, what am I saying? What I'm saying is, is I want our church, aka us, to be a people that know Jesus intimately and then let Jesus transform our hearts and our minds and our spirits and our souls and then walk out into this city, into this place that we're called to and see the transformation of the city because we are connected to the presence of the Lord, a.k.a. the Holy Spirit. 
This generation needs to see people with integrity and character. Hello? Hello? Like, like they need to see it. They're, they're, they're in so many ways, they're done with the fake, they're done with the, the gimmicks, they're done with the show, they, they want real. And I'm telling you, if we can be a people that know the Holy Spirit, we will see the realness of God transform our city. Are you with me? We need the Holy Spirit. Bill, Billy Graham, uh, if you guys know Billy Graham, man of faith, one of the my legends of the faith. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine seeing that live and seeing stadiums filled and people getting transformed by the gospel. I believe the day's coming where that's gonna happen. There's gonna be another awakening in this, in this nation. Woo, should say amen to that. You should really say amen to that. It's not gonna be by some political office. Did you know that? It's gonna be by his spirit. But Billy Graham says this, and this is why it's so important for us to know this. Is this okay? Every, everywhere I go, this is his quote. This is, this is moments before he passed. Like, like moments, days, weeks, I don't know when, moment, moments. He said, everywhere I go, I find that God's people lack something. They are hungry for something. Are you hungry today? Their Christian experience is not all they expected. They, ha they often have reoccurring defeats in their lives. Christians today are hungry for spiritual fulfillment. The desperate need of the nation today is that men and women that profess Jesus be filled with the Holy Spirit. The words of the great evangelist who preached Jesus, declared Jesus, saw thousands upon thousands come to know Jesus, say what we need more than anything else is we need an infilling of the Holy Spirit. It breaks cycles of sin. He breaks cycles of sin, let me say that. He breaks bondage in your life. He's the one that makes the lights turn on. He's the one that wakes you up in the morning and takes you further and closer to Jesus. He is the one that will do that for you, so do you want to know him? Because this is who he is. So I, I wanna give some framework. And so, so um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm, I'm, go, to, go to Ephesians 4. Oh, we need the Spirit of the Lord. I said we need the Spirit of the Lord. Can, can I just say this too as you go there? Just bookmark it. In this teaching moment, time, whatever we call this, series, Holy Spirit series, and in this church, we're gonna, we have seen, and this is maybe me prophetically speaking, and we will see a move of the Spirit, like, like I, I believe this in my heart. And we're gonna see things that people um, do that, that are gonna feel like, oh, that's, I can't believe they're doing that in church. Can I encourage us? And can I encourage even as the word's taught to be careful not to judge it? Can you say amen? Because, because listen, I want your life to flourish. He, he, Jesus wants your life to flourish. And sometimes he has to offend our, heart, our minds to change our heart. And I've been offended so, he is not a respecter of person. Did you know that? You're like, oh, Jesus will never do anything crazy to me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really? Okay. I'll tell you this much. I've, when I got saved, I was like, I'll, hmm, I'm gonna say this. I'll never fall out in the spirit. Some of you are seeing TV evangelists in your head and people, like I've been in environments where, where people are praying for people and people are just falling. Can I tell you something? That's actually biblical. John says in Revelation, and I'm paraphrasing, go read your Bibles, it says that he was, fell out in the spirit, was in the spirit. It can't happen to me. Oh, really? <laughs> and I remember in environments, in this one certain moment, I was like, I was like I'm not falling. No, you guys laugh. I was like, I'm not going down. Because I had been in environments where I got prayed for and nothing happened. And you disappoint. And, but I remember this was early on with me and the Holy Spirit. He's like, I'm not going to listen to anything you say. And I remember the person prayed, prayed, prayed. And I was like, oh, I'm not going, I'm not going. And this person hit my head. And I, 
I don't know what happened. I was in the power and the presence of the Lord. So done with keeping a reputation. So done with trying to make it make sense. You know, there's mystery to following Jesus, and we have to be okay with the tension of mystery. Is this okay, Tim? Can you come up in a moment? But, but I, I, I want to say that because, listen, there are, there, are, there are people that worship full of the Spirit with joy, and we get upset. I can't believe they're laughing. I think the world could use a little more laughter. I think the church could be more happy. Anybody? Oh, I can't believe they're lifting their hands and worshiping. Really? We lift our hands and stuff to all sorts of things. Why not do it to the king? So if it goes against the Bible, you can judge it, but make sure you know it goes against the Bible. If it doesn't go against the Bible, don't judge it, because Jesus actually talks in Matthew 12, say, I'm, I'm teaching the Bible, I feel the presence of the Lord. Like he actually says, don't blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Those bla don't blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Don't do it, because it's actually a sin that will not be forgiven in this age and in the age to come. I didn't write it. Are you, can you say amen? All right, back to this. Ephesians 4. I want to talk about who the Holy Spirit is. Who is the Holy Spirit? First and foremost, the Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead. Ephesians 4 says this. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. There is one spirit, one God, one Lord, one Father. The, 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 Paul's writing here and saying, this, the Spirit of the Lord is a part of the Godhead. What I mean by the Godhead, another word that, that, yes, is not in the scriptures, but has been used by the church for many, 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 many years, is the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? And this is important to understand because in environments or ways of growing up, it was like God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Scriptures. It's real, I'm not judging, I'm not saying, but it's really important. It's like, it's, it's really important to understand that he is, he is a part of the Godhead. He's not less than. He's not just something that was conjured up in the Father's heart when Jesus was ascending back, like, we need to do something here. He was with them, the Father and the Son, before the beginning of time. It says, in the beginning, in Genesis 1, it says, I wanna just read it right, but... I have so much in me right now. Is this okay? It's just... You guys good to stay for another two hours? No, I'm just kidding. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The Holy Spirit is equal to the Father and the Son. Functionally different, but equal. And we can't just base our lives off of church going, I love Jesus. But I don't want any of that wacky stuff, Holy Spirit stuff. It's not wacky if it's according to. We want, we want Jesus, but we don't want the God of the Old Testament. You can't separate the Holy Spirit from the Trinity. Is this, it's, like, it's like Rachel and I are married. We're coming up on 10 years. Babe, we've made it 10 years. I don't bless you for putting up. Let's just stretch your hands out to Rachel. Lord, thank you. <laughs> Everyone's like praying right now, interceding. Like, thank you, Lord. I am no longer, when I go to, to, to environments or places, when, if I go preach, if I, whatever the case is, I don't walk in anymore just like, hi, I'm JP. I walk in going, hi, I'm JP, and I'm representing her. Are you with me? So even though she's not with me in those moments, she's with me. We're one now. This is the covenant of marriage. Are you hearing me? And so that's the, it's the covenant of the Trinity. Like one, the loving one another. The Father loves the Son. The Son loves the Father. The Holy Spirit loves the Son. The Son loves the Holy Spirit. You <laughs> we have to come to grips with like the Spirit of the Lord is, is, is someone we can't just like avoid. We can't just say, oh, that's charismatic stuff. I want more liturgical stuff. That's not a knock. Because I've been in liturgical service. I was in England a couple, this was last two years ago or something. And I was in this service, high, high church, loved it. They preached the Bible and the spirit of the Lord came. 
And I was literally, I was, it was not one of these because the spirit of the Lord came. But it's like, oh, we can't have that spirit stuff. We love Jesus and we love the Father. You can't have one and not have the other. Is this helping you? Because if you have this picture in Revelation, it will continue to, to reveal to you more of who the Spirit is. The Spirit, it's one, three in one. Well, why does that matter? It matters because this is really important for us to catch. The Holy Spirit is the Lord. The Holy Spirit is the Lord. <laughs> oh, this is so good. The Holy Spirit is God. <laughs> when we speak of the Spirit, we are speaking of God the Father, Yahweh. We're speaking of Him because the Spirit is the Lord. Now, the Holy Spirit is the promise from Jesus' mouth that when He left, one would be sent. One would be sent that we would do greater things than Jesus. Are you with me? Isn't that nuts? Jesus raised the dead. He fed the 15, 20,000. He did crazy, awesome, beautiful, precious things. And he says, I will give you my spirit so that you will do greater works. Are we seeing greater works than Jesus today? I won't answer that. You be the judge of that. I'm just saying maybe it's because we're going, ah, the Holy Spirit's just this vibe. No, the Holy Spirit is the Lord. And when, when, when you know him as that, you see him rightly, you see Jesus rightly, you see the Lord rightly, I feel it. The Holy Spirit is the promise and the seal over our lives that we have been redeemed. But it's not just, it's not just an add-on. He's not just an add-on, he's the Lord. Oh man, I, I really hope you come next week because there's a burning, and, and I'm, I would get to it if we had time, but like there's a burning thing in my heart that the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is the Lord, and when you live under the Spirit, you become holy. And holiness is a curse word in the church. Can I tell you, some of you are playing games. Oh, shh. Tim, can you play louder? I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> see, see, mm. We want Holy Spirit encounters. Woo! Yeah! And then you walk out and you live like hell. The Holy Spirit is the Lord God Almighty. So when you understand that He is Lord and when you're with Him, you're standing with the Almighty Lord. That should make you tremble. Not afraid. Tremble in his power, in his sufficiency, in his glory, in his dominion, in his authority. Are, is, this, is this okay? I, I, even if it's not, I feel the Lord. The Holy Spirit is, is, not, is that. He is the Lord Almighty. This matters. This matters because it's the Holy Spirit's work in us to make us more like Jesus. It is the Holy Spirit as the Lord to reveal the Lord. The Holy Spirit, I've been praying this probably the last year. Holy Spirit, can you lead me to Jesus today? Can I give you that? That's a simple, Holy Spirit, can you, get, can you lead me to Jesus? What I'm saying is this, Holy Spirit, you know Jesus. You're part of it. Can you lead me to know who this man is that has fire in his eyes? that loved me before the foundations of the earth, that died for me when I was a sinner and an enemy. Like, Holy Spirit, can you lead me to him? Because you know him. You are him. And, and this matters because the Holy Spirit is not a force. He's a person. But where is he? <laughs> he's not walking among us like Jesus. It's his spirit. But he's a person. Now, now, there's mystery there, and for the sake of time, I don't have time to unpack that. You can come talk to Pastor Ruben after church. He'll tell you good theology. <laughs> he starts sweating immediately. He's like, <laughs> but one of the things about the Bible it reveals about God is that he is a person, and the Holy Spirit is that person with us now. 
Both the Father and Son have personalities that engage with the humanity and invite, the, invite us into fellowship with, but the Holy Spirit is no different. In fact, the Holy Spirit is the most personable one out of the Godhead. This is because he enters into our person. He takes residency up in us, but he also comes and makes his home with us. This is why when I pray, Holy Spirit, come alive in me, he does it. And then I say, Holy Spirit, come alive in my home, and he does it because he comes inside of me and he comes around me. He's in and among us. It's, it's an important thing. One of, one of the things that was so burdening to me was, I, this is an older staff from like 2014, 2016, but Christ, Christianity Today, I, I, forgive me um, where this came from. Um, yeah, yeah, Christianity Today. They did a survey on adults on their, on their viewpoint of the Holy Spirit. 59% of people said that the Holy Spirit was a force, not a personal being. If we think the Holy Spirit's a force, we'll just be like, Holy Spirit, make my job better. If we think he's a force, we'll say, Holy Spirit, come, come move so my message is a lot better. Are you with me? But if we think that he and see him as a person, we start to live differently with him. You start to live differently. If you understand that the Holy Spirit is a person, well, what's a person? A person, in my opinion, is someone that has a soul, a mind, and a will, has emotions, has a mind, has a will. If you start to see the Holy Spirit that way, then you can start to pray and engage with the Holy Spirit in that way, knowing, Holy Spirit, you have a mind, because Scripture talks about that, Romans 8, 26, the mind of the Spirit, right? So if, if the Holy Spirit's a person, is this helping you? If the Holy Spirit is a person, then you can say, Holy Spirit, what are you thinking today? Hello? You don't have to walk around going, I don't know what Jesus is thinking today or wants to say to me today. The Holy Spirit has a mind. He wants to tell you. This is helpful. The Holy Spirit... And John 14, 26, teaches you all things like I read, brings to remembrance what Jesus says. The Holy Spirit has a mind and he wants to bring your mind into alignment with his mind. Can I tell you one of the greatest battles for believers that we have to realize is in our minds. We are called to transform our minds weekly, daily. Daily transforming our minds. Your thought life is, could be the thing that is keeping you from experiencing the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. By just simply thinking thoughts that he's like, I, I never wanted you to think that. I didn't put that thought in your head. I don't even have that thought for you. Why are you thinking that way? This is how the Holy Spirit talks to me. I, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, oh, this is surely the Lord. I know this is the Lord. This is a good thought of the Lord. And I've been like, Holy Spirit, what are you thinking today? And he's like, not that. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, not that. In prayer, in times of prayer, it's like, that's why I'm like, Holy Spirit, you, you, you got to lead me in prayer because in prayer, I can start praying all sorts of stuff. Lord, would you do this, 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 and then this? Would you cast down this, this, and this? Would you break down this and this? Would you help my son in Jesus' name? <laughs> like, oh, that's funny in my head. Like, and the Holy Spirit's like, stop doing it. No, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about that today. I wanna talk about this today with you. And my prayers change from give me this, this, and this, I need this and this, to man, Holy Spirit, I've, I've, I've actually grieved you because I've held on to bitterness. He has a mind, and he wants to give you the mind of Christ. The Holy Spirit has a will. He has a will. Acts 15, 28, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. The Holy Spirit unfolds. Listen, the Holy Spirit's will will never go against what the Father's telling him. That's why, listen, when people come and they say, well, I feel like I need to do this thing, whatever this thing is, marry this person, get this job, uh, move to this place, whatever that thing is. They're always like, I just feel like I, this is what we're supposed to do. And I say, listen, that's great. Feelings are awesome. The Holy Spirit has emotions. I'll, I'll talk about this. But, 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 but what's the Spirit of the Lord saying, well, I don't know. Well, then you probably shouldn't do anything until you hear what the Spirit of the Lord says. <laughs> Stepping on some toes, it's okay. Well, he's given me his Spirit to do whatever I want. Yeah, sure, there's, I, don't, I don't go through the grocery aisle like, which cookie dough ice cream should I pick, Holy Spirit? Right? And it's like every decision, I'm like, Holy Spirit, what are you gonna, uh, no, but a lot of the decisions in my life, I'm like, Holy Spirit, what do you say about this? What's your will for this? What's your will for this? There was a moment in Paul's ministry, the Apostle Paul, where he thought he should go preach. 
and go build this church. And he's like, I'm gonna do it. And the Holy Spirit's like, sit down. But you told me to go baptize the nations, preach the gospel, declare that this is what you said, Jesus. This is the great commission. Yeah, but not right now for you. Are you hearing me? So if we just look at him as a force, we'll, we'll put him on as a force. Like, see what happens, this is how it gets twisted. Can I, can I? It, it goes like, bless what I'm doing, Holy Spirit. Come and do what I'm doing, Holy Spirit. Come with me on my journey, Holy Spirit, because you follow, you're, you're, you're the force behind me. No, no, it's going, no, Holy Spirit, you lead me. <laughs> no, you, Holy Spirit, you guide me. No, 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 you, Holy Spirit, show me where I'm supposed to go and where I'm not supposed to go. Show me where to step and not to step. Show me what to do and not to do. Holy Spirit, please show me your will for my life. I, can I share one personal story? I, I, uh, I, I got saved and got filled with the Spirit. And um, I, I was in a really low moment. And, um, you know, I, I was, I, I partied, I, 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 like drinking, it was, it was my thing. Um, like belligerent bad, it was, it was not good. And the Lord pulled me out of that fire. And um, that's what I wanna say. Uh, <laughs> Holy Spirit. <laughs> Young people, be careful with alcohol. Be careful with substance. So, so things happened, and um, I'm deeply hurt. Deeply hurt. Felt like a wound that I hadn't felt probably ever. And I resorted to my will. And my will was I drove to the corner store. Y'all know what the corner store is? <laughs> And I picked up two um, large amounts of alcohol. <laughs> and I'm not boasting in this. This is. And I go and I park in my white Forerunner. Missed that car. Park the car. Sit there and I'm like, I'm so hurt. So hurt. Hurt me. I go to twist open the first. And I'm not, I'm not, before God, I look over and Holy Spirit's sitting in my car. Not the, like I felt the Spirit of the Lord. I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, hey. Those aren't mine. <laughs> I said, Jay, this isn't my will for your life. I said, you have a choice. You, you can drink these and ease your pain that way and I'll, I'll be with you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna be for this. Or you can throw them out and we can go spend some time together. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Lord. And I got out of the car and I closed the door and I threw them in the dumpster, walked upstairs, had two roommates at the time. They looked at me, they're like, you looked like you seen a ghost. I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> I have. <laughs> And I went into my room. Remember, I had blue carpet. This apartment was the nastiest place. Like blue, dirty carpet. It was, I vacuumed a lot, so it was clean as clean can be. And the Lord's in the Spirit said, put your face in the carpet. I just put my face in the carpet for hours. Wept with him, and I talked with him, and I received from him, and I grew with him and I learned what he was doing in my life. He revealed his will to me and I, it was like the most precious moment, one of the most precious moments with the Holy Spirit. I can't go back. He has a will for your life. He has a will that he wants to reveal to you. Will you give him the access to do it? Do you want the Holy Spirit? Because if you want the Holy Spirit, it's not just wanting the gifts. It's not just wanting to be able to prophesy. It's not just wanting to be able to pray in the Spirit or see healings and wonders. and all. It's seeing Him rightly and knowing He is a person. He is the Lord. He's got emotions. He can be grieved or pleased. I believe that invitation of the Holy Spirit when He's like, hey, I'm gonna stay here, I, I, I could have grieved Him. But I felt the pleasure of the Lord. When I took that step of faith, obedience. You know, the greatest thing right now I'm realizing in the kingdom uh, about, about like success in the kingdom is serving and obedience. It's like, well, I wanna be successful in the kingdom. What does that look like? Oh, I want thousands of people. No, I just wanna be obedient. I want quick obedience. 
I want to I want to please the Holy Spirit in my life, in my marriage, in my home, in my relationships, in everything I do. I want to please Him because his emo- He's got emotions. He can be grieved or He can be pleased. Are you hearing me? So so over the next couple of weeks, we're just going to keep talking about Him. He is a person. He is the Lord. And he's calling for saying, I want to invade your life. I don't want it to just be a thing you hear talked about. I want you to experience me. I felt like that was the word the Lord said upstairs. I want your, th- this house to experience me as a person. As much as I experience the joy of being married to Rachel, how great it is to experience the person of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Like, we're longing, we're longing for connection. My goodness, we're longing for some sort of connection in this life. I mean, goodness gracious, we're turning everything into communities or my, my crew or my team or like all, like, like all sorts of stuff today. It's like I was on the phone talking with a guy because I'm going to do a race coming up and he, uh, later on in the year and he's like, he's like, oh, it's go, so good. It's such a strong community. You'll find your people. And I was like, I found my people. We're longing for this thing. It's like, the thing is there. He's there. He said, the advocate, the one who leads you to all truth, he'll never leave you. You will never be an orphan again. He's there. The Holy Spirit, I want to pray that we would desire him. Amen? Can you stand? I'm going to ask for the... um, elders and pastors and prayer people can you just just close your eyes for a moment forgive me come forward yeah can you just can you just take a moment close your eyes and I'm gonna close in a moment I want to first pray for anybody in this room that's had moments with the Spirit, Holy Spirit, maybe you've seen something, maybe you were in an environment where it was was more harming than it was pure. Maybe maybe you've judged, maybe you, you just didn't know what to do with it, so you just avoided it. You just, I've, I've seen it, I, I, I know it, I've been in it. But I felt the prayer first. If any of you are in here that just have had a moment, an encounter, or, or a, a, been in a, in a situation where the Holy Spirit just hasn't been like, like what we've talked about, this was mishandled, we want to just release it today off of our hearts. Can we do that? If that's you in this room, every eye closed, please. I want you just to hold your hand up right now. Hold your hand up high. Hold it up high. Anybody else? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just keep your eyes closed. If your hands up, I just want to pray for you. Oh, Spirit of God. I, I just ask right now for every hand that's lifted that you would break off. Break off the experiences, God. Break off the, the, the moments where there's been a misrepresentation of who the Holy Spirit is. We forgive people, we forgive environments, we, we, we let it go today. Just in your own words, just say, I let it go, I forgive them, or I forgive that, that environment. We let it go today, we don't wanna carry it any longer. We want the purity of the Holy Spirit to be in our hearts today. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would just reveal right now yourself to these people. If you want a revelation of the Holy Spirit, slip your hand up. If you wanna know him as this that I've preached today, just hold your hand up high. Hold him up high, I wanna see him. Yeah, 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 thank you, Lord. My hand's up too. Holy Spirit, we wanna know you. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would fill our lives. Holy Spirit, I pray for a baptism of you over people in this house that have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would turn the lights on, turn the hearts on, activate hearts right now for hearts that have, have just been, been cold or hearts that maybe maybe haven't longed for this right now. Hands are stretched, hearts are stretched out to you saying, Holy Spirit, fill me up, fill me up so that all that is in me glorifies the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray for revelation of who you are. I pray that there would be radical revelation in encounters, walking with you, Holy Spirit, learning 
from you, Holy Spirit, worshiping you, Holy Spirit, living with you, Holy Spirit, that people's lives will never be the same. Father, I thank you that hands that are lifted, Father, there's gonna be sin broken. There's gonna be habitual sin broken. There's gonna be, there's gonna be patterns and, and habits that have been formed that are gonna break right now in the name of Jesus because Holy Spirit, when you come in, things change. Holy Spirit, when you come in, things change. And so I pray that there would be deep intimacy with people Deep intimacy, you and these people, God, stretching out to you, saying, I want you, Holy Spirit. It's not by our might. It's not by our power, but it's by the Spirit. Jesus, we thank you for your Spirit. Jesus, we thank you that you promised us for the Spirit of the Lord. So we burn today for more of you, Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, I pray you would guard, you would protect minds and hearts in this place. As we go and as we go into this week, God, we're hopeful and expectant, but God, guard the gift that's been deposited in us. Help us, Holy Spirit, to guard the gift that's been deposited in us. I pray, Holy Spirit, that this place, this house, oasis, it would be a place where you would dwell. It would be a place where you find that you have all authority and all, all, all power to move and to disrupt our lives and disrupt our hearts, disrupt us. We want you, Spirit of the Lord. So we thank you. We honor you. And we bless you. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Come on, can we give the Lord some praise?